0: Moving in storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work, that they love to create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. He is the host of the Ken Coleman Show and author of the number one bestselling book from Paycheck to Purpose. He talks to folks about their jobs and their careers every day on the Ramsey Network. So be sure and Call in if you got something in that area for sure. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Starting this hour is Tucker in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Tucker. How are you?
1: Hey, Tucker. Hey, I'm Tucker. Doing well. How are you, Dave? Thanks Be- for taking my call today.
0: Better than we deserve. We're glad to have you, brother. How can we help?
1: Thanks, And Hey, ultimately, my question is whether or not we should sell our home uh, right now, we're newer to the Ramsey Ramsey plan. We took a financial peace course that you guys offered for pastors online, and got the Every Dollar app and set up all that stuff. Good. According to the plan, we're on baby steps four, five, and six. Good. But our house payment is thirty five percent of our take home pay, mm-hmm. so finding the room to pull out fifteen percent of our income. Isn't really something that I've been able to figure out right now where we're at. Mm-hmm. So we have some decent equity in our house that we could pull out if we sold it. I guess where I'm torn is if we sold it where we would go. The rent for a three bedroom place is the same, if not more, as our current house payment. And I guess we could try and find something smaller. It's just still pretty competitive in the area that we live in.
0: You like the house then? Yeah, we like our house. You're a pastor? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, cool. Well, here's the thing. Um, There's no panic, and the last thing I do, uh, out of the on, if you were to force rank, if you make a list of things to do to get your money straightened out, way down the list is selling the house, because it's very Mm. expensive to sell. It's expensive emotionally to move. uh, It's expensive financially to move. Everything else. So, it's just, uh, it's very seldom the answer to an equation. Uh, So, what does your wife do?
1: Uh, she stays
0: home with our kids right now. How many kids? We have two. Okay. All right. Um, I, I think rather than selling the house, I'm going to look and say, okay, what are some short-term things I can do or we can do in this household, and what are some long-term things we can do to change our income situation so that the house becomes a reasonable percentage? You don't have to do it in 20 seconds. It's not like baby step two where you have to get geared up in gazelle intense right now. You're on four, five, and six. But the the point of not having a 35% house payment, 35% of your take-home pay, is it's just hard to do other stuff. It's hard to save for the next car. It's hard to save for Christmas. It's hard to save for retirement. There's just not as much room in the budget because you're more of uh, closer, closer to what we call house poor. If you told me 45%, I'd tell you sell it today because I don't think you're going to turn that corner. But okay. 35 I think you can turn the corner on this um, over the next year or two or three or whatever. And in the meantime, backfill with some kind of supplemental income. Uh, and that's not a, that unusual for a pastor, by the way. To, to, lots of pastors are bivocational. As a matter of fact, the numbers that we have say about 80% of them yeah, are. Yeah,
2: and my dad did the same. Uh, as we got older and he wanted to put us in a, a local private Christian school that was uh, a little bit of a stretch, he went out and did some carpentry work. About He, he was leader. a pastor, by the he way. He was. Sorry, my dad was and, and still is a pastor and did that. And, and again, if you've got family in the area uh, or you've got someone in the church, an older grandmother who'd be willing to watch the kids for – three or four hours, five hours a day to get you to 20 hours a week to where your wife can work. These are all seasonal sacrifices that will tip the scales, as Dave was talking about. you got to be looking at everything possible. uh, because Short-term and long-term. That's right. But in the short-term, Dave, I find that a lot of people don't realize all the options they have. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure what that is. You've been doing this a long time. But once we start just saying basic, common-sense things, people begin to realize, okay, I can save money here. I can make more money over here, and we begin to look at the big picture in the short term, and then long term. You know, you're right. That is a much different discussion.
0: The big, the big thing that Tucker did, uh, if what he was saying was, we had a a series last summer where we offered Financial Peace University for free to pastors, and you know, at that point, he didn't even know he had a problem. Mm. so now he's problem aware. That's right. That's the first step, and yeah. that's good news, so yeah. we were able to help him and get get a lot of things moving, get the mm-hmm. baby step two cleared out and get him up to this level, and I'm glad we were able to do that, but um, yeah, now he's at least problem aware, but I don't think we need to go to the extreme.
2: No, not at all.
0: Yeah, uh, and um, uh, now if you if you go 10 years and don't save anything for retirement, because of this, then yeah, that's a problem. You're going to have to think, rethink that. So I'm going to make some adjustments of some kind to get to where we can start doing a, maybe you're doing 12% for retirement for your baby step four right now, but with the idea that if we did these other three things, we could get to 15% uh, eventually as a permanent, sustainable process. Yeah, And that that's where you need to get to. You do need to get there because you're going to retire and you, you need a paid-for house and you need a big old 401k plan when you get there. All right. Joseph's in Austin. Hi, Joseph. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? Better than we deserve. How can we help?
1: So, uh, I'm 31 years old. Uh, I own my property. Um, I've got a good paying job, but I've got two car payments, both of them around $18,000. They're my largest, probably one of my largest expenses every month. And, Every month now, ever since we we recently moved here, we're having to cut into our savings a little bit to just kind of make it through the month to the next paycheck.
0: You are not on a budget. Trying,
1: uh, not a good enough budget. No,
0: you're not. And you're still going out to eat and all other kinds of crap.
1: Not as much as we we used to. We have. To uh, if you're going out to um, eat at
0: all, you're taking money out of savings to go out to eat. That's dumb. Right. Yeah. 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 so you guys, yep. the first thing is you need to get on a tight budget and make some conscious decisions. So what's your household income?
1: Uh, about 100000
0: Okay. All right. And so which one of these cars do you want to sell?
1: We don't want to sell either of them. Uh, we, we both need our vehicle. They're, we well, know, you all need a vehicle. We need two vehicles, one for my for I mean, you need a vehicle. You don't
0: need the one you've got necessarily.
1: No, not necessarily, but we yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like we've paid off a good amount of them. You know, uh, we we bought both of them when they're probably above forty thousand dollars, and we owe I think under eighteen on each of mm-hmm.
0: them. So you owe so thirty-six thousand dollars on sales. cars. You make a hundred. Yeah. What other debt have you got?
1: Um, that's that's pretty much our only debt. i the What's other pretty much?
0: Expenses, I mean, uh, what's the pretty? What's the rest of it?
1: I would say the other only large expense every month would be our property taxes. Which is did you say your property is paid
0: for? Your house is paid for.
1: Our house is paid for, correct?
0: And you can't pay car payments with no house payment well, making a hundred grand. You are plan, real. You got. You got lifestyle creep, Joseph. Big time. Big time. Stop your four hundred one k contributions temporarily. Don't go out to eat and don't go on vacation. Live on beans and rice, rice and beans. Get on a detailed budget on every dollar. Download the app. You and your wife sit down and look at this and go, Time to be grown ups. Adults devise a plan and follow it. Children do what feels good. It's time to punch these car payments in the face and get these stupid things paid off fast. Then you'll get your life back. Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thanks for being with us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Maddie is in Lansing, Michigan. Hi, Maddie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
3: Hi, Dave. Thanks so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Uh, I am wondering. My husband and I are trying to find our first house, and we're willing to pay up to $200,000. That's kind of the top of our budget. And... We keep putting offers on houses, um, and we usually have a, we do like $15,000 over asking price with an appraisal guarantee, and we keep striking out on houses.
0: How many times does that happen?
3: um, We've been looking for about... No, how many offers have you
0: made that you got beat (laughs) out on?
3: It's probably, I think it's four so far.
0: Okay, all right. And how long have you been looking?
3: Uh, Just about a month. It hasn't been super long.
0: Okay. It's okay. Just calm um, down. Don't don't get don't get crazy because you missed a couple. God's gonna sure. God's gonna serve you up the exact right one you need. You're gonna be just fine. Don't because well, what's gonna happen scary, is is scary. you're gonna get all hot and bothered here and need a cold shower and you're gonna overpay for something because you get out of control. Sure. Just calm. Be calm. You got the rest of your life. How old are you?
3: Uh, twenty-seven.
0: You got the rest of your life to get a house. One whole month you've been right. working on it.
3: Yeah. So do you think it would be foolish to spend, you know, to offer over $15,000? That Depend- yes, that's
0: plenty. Okay. That's plenty. Okay. And, you know, if you get in the right situation, you can look at it. But, I mean, if you're going to pay 30000 over appraisal, that's 15% over appraisal mm-hmm. on a $20,000 or $200,000 house. That's pretty substantial.
3: Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: And well, so if um, houses go up 7% the- a year, it takes two years for you to break even on your overpayment.
3: Sure. Um, well, it's kind of a secondary uh, question then. We have also considered, um, we looked at one property and talked to a contractor and you're no. thinking we can, okay, you don't think that's even a no. possibility for you're, a first time. Uh, okay.
0: uh, new housing is always more expensive when you're buying retail like that from a contractor than used housing. You're going to get better okay. value used, and you're 27, and it's your first home purchase. Building a home is a royal pain in the butt, and <laughs> I've built several. I'm building one right now, and I'm pretty good at it. I'm pretty good at managing the budget and the schedule, and I grew up in the real estate and building business, and um, and Sharon and I have been married 41 years, and it still is stressful on us, and we have yeah. to be real careful to not fight.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and you, you're just it's a much smoother simpler transaction you're going to get more bang for the buck in used housing I wouldn't do it there uh, later on okay. you guys have been married a while you know you got you got your life settled out You you know you want to go into that adventure of home building it's an adventure because there's 9,000 things to pick out there's a lot of arguments about room size and everything else and uh we have to start every time we start a project sharon and i have to raise our right hand and say i'm not going to kill you
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's 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 stressful
0: and i'm also not going to kill the decorator yeah, That's the or thing, the like, contractor, or yeah, the or contractor. The, yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. we're we're going to be nice.
2: You know, this is fun. Maddie, uh, Dave gave you great advice. I'm just going to tell you, I, I can still remember the first house Stacy and I bought, and you know, we thought the we couldn't get a house. We had a same situation, and finally, the right house at the right time popped, and you know what? It wasn't anything big and fancy, but we have such fond memories of it. And you guys are so young; just less is more with that first home. Yeah, yeah. it really is.
0: There's nothing, you don't have to prove anything with it. Just And you're not going to keep it forever. It's, that's, that's the key. Every, anytime somebody says a forever house, I always just laugh. Yeah. Your only forever house is in heaven. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, because as soon as you, I've done enough deals with people like this is my dream house. And as soon as you move in, your dadgum dream changes. That's what happens. All right. Andrew's <laughs> in Orlando. What's up, Andrew? How are you? Better than I deserve, Dave. How are you doing today? The same. How can I help?
4: Well, I am being sued by a credit card company, and I wanted to know what I'm in for.
0: Hmm. You actually been served?
4: Uh, not yet. I actually found out about it because a bunch of ambulance chasers started sending me advertisements for their services. So I, I uh, looked up the law office, called them. They claimed to have no idea what I was talking about, so I went to the uh, county clerk of court and found the case. So they actually have filed?
0: yes okay all right how much do you owe the credit card company twenty thousand dollars roughly why has it not been paid um
4: basically there was a point at which um my ability to to continue paying ran out um the, the the short version is after quarantine my wife and i both got covid twice that put us out of a month of work each time and then my cancer came back oh my and, uh every yeah um for what's worth, God is good. I'm cancer-free as of right now.
3: Oh, that's um, good.
4: But it was one of those things where every time we climbed out of one hole, something else hit. And gotcha. recently, this past May, we got the greatest news that my wife's pregnant with our first child. But as you can imagine, that came with another set of uh, holes to dig out of as, as we were trying to dig out of the other holes.
0: Well, pregnancy doesn't usually cost any money. Much. It wouldn't have. Yeah. It, the... The doctor's uh, appointments, we found out that
4: the insurance we had for her uh, had been discontinued and that her uh, primary physician had retired, and they didn't switch us over to a new primary. So we went through a rigmarole of self-pay with an OBGYN for the last couple months. Okay.
0: And you're back to work now after the cancer remission?
4: Yes. I'm I'm back at work um, full-time, and uh, she is... um, Currently, tends to pick up hours with her clients, yeah. and she's looking at a second job as well as I.
0: How's your energy level?
4: My energy's great. Luckily, I didn't have to do chemo. This was uh, Good. Good. quite a long surgery. So, what do you make? Um, together, last year we did fifty-eight thousand. Uh, I did forty-five of it. Now, what do you make now? Oh, uh, roughly forty-five a year. Okay, doing what? Uh, I work, uh, as patient care specialist at an anti-aging clinic. Okay. What's your wife do? Um, she is in, uh, full-time childcare. She's sort of, uh, almost like a, uh, permanent daily babysitter. So you um, make, like
0: you make 45 and she makes what?
4: Uh, last year she made roughly 13. Um, this year, um, she's been keeping track of it, but I don't have, uh, her exact numbers just yet because the reason
0: I'm poking somebody, around is I'm looking for something yeah. to throw at this, these guys. Okay your best yeah. bet is to offer them about five or six thousand dollars as a settlement in full because this is like two or three year old debt right it's not anything paid on it in two or three correct. years correct yeah and if you offer them uh you know quarter on the dollar or so and you argue with them and fight with them a little bit you're probably gonna get it so five or six thousand bucks I'm assuming you don't have any money though not at the moment no What's at the moment mean? Does it mean there's some coming? No, I mean like okay. I'm, I'm, we're both looking for uh, part-time jobs. Okay, and, I just—I mean, I didn't know. I thought, I, I, I didn't know if somebody's getting ready to send you a check. I didn't know what you're talking about. Okay. Oh no, that's so, that. Don't me wrong. That'd be lovely. Okay. But, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so no, but your best bet is to settle a uh, uh, pennies on the dollar of some kind, 25, 35 cents on the dollar, cash on the okay. barrelhead. Call this people and argue with them and it'll take about four phone calls and they're going to threaten you and call you everything and you can settle with them but if you can't scrape that together the best you can do is what's called an agreed order and that is agree to start paying payments to the law firm and they will cease the lawsuit in in terms of an agreed order that they'll take it before the judge the judge will approve it if you miss a payment If Florida allows garnishment, garnishment would be instantaneous. Yeah, they do. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure they do. That's how it works. I'm not an attorney, but we've worked uh, probably 10,000 of these with these types of law firms. Keep in mind, this law firm has zero emotion in this. They don't care about your problems, uh, all your history. All they care about is you are a widget on an assembly line. They are doing thousands of these a week. Thousands so you are you're you're an item in a factory for them so that don't they don't they're not emotional you don't need to be emotional Just try to settle it per month or scratch up 5 6 grand somewhere and make them an offer a settlement in full and you will have to argue with them Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable, in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Jacqueline is with us. And Jacqueline, my associate producer, said, happy birthday to you. Happy Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. And I
5: got you a gift, too. Happy (laughs)
0: birthday. It's not my birthday. It's your birthday. Yeah, but
5: I brought you a gift. (laughs) 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 This is called Credit Debt Cards. I love it. Yes. That'll work. Nice. That'll work. I can't wait. Where are you from? I'm from Dallas, Texas. How much debt have you paid off? $180,000. Just like that? Yes. You're that girl. <laughs> yes, and, I am. And uh, wh- uh, how long did this take? It took me 11 years to, to get to that point. Wow. 11 years.
0: And your range of income during that decade?
5: It started about forty, and then it ended about 65000 Wow
0: what do you do for a living?
5: I'm in customer service. I'm on the phones.
0: Okay, cool. What kind of debt was this?
5: Oh, it was some of everything Debt. I had a HELOC, a HELOC. Mm-hmm. I also had a business debt. Mm-hmm. I had credit cards, Chase Freedom, Chase Inc,
0: mm-hmm. and
5: all sorts of credit cards. All of them. I just wanted all of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Let's I get had to get, all, them all. Yes. get them all. So of the 180, what was the biggest debts?
5: My, my oh, oh i forgot my mortgage oh look mortgage. at that word Woo!
0: people paid the off mortgage. the house
5: yes yes whoop, yes, whoop, whoop, whoop. yes so yes. uh
0: what's this house worth the
5: house is worth three hundred and sixty five sixty nine thousand dollars you rock yes wow.
0: you rock thank you and you a paid for
5: a paid for house. house now i can go to sleep and rest
0: man when you're growing up do you ever think you'd be this rich
5: I know I didn't I did not
0: I <laughs> I'm so proud of you yes well done all right you. tell us the story what happened here that got you fired up and you plow through all these credit cards you plow through all this mess and then don't you just <laughs> keep going knock out the house well
5: that um what happened Dave uh back in 2012 I got a very disturbing call I just got up and went to work I got to work at six o'clock actually about six thirty. And I received a call from a little man, that, a guy that lived with me, I took in my friends from school, her son, mm-hmm. and he was living with me. He was needing to graduate. His mom was had a real bad drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And so I brought him in my house so he could graduate. And he called me one day when I got to work, and he said, "Miss Jackie, I knew he kept calling me and I couldn't answer. So finally he called me so much, I finally answered the call. He said, Jackie, Miss Jackie, uh, I just got a call from the hospital and they said it was something about your husband and they needed you to get to the hospital. Well, the hospital was a known hospital in our area, but it was two of them. So I went, it's called Methodist, and I went to the hospital and I said, well, I, my, my nephew, I called him my nephew. He gave me, told me that I needed to get to the hospital and I didn't know what, and they, no one knew anything. So I, I'm going through the hospital, just frantic, frantic, trying to find and one. I finally, they said, well, let me call the chaplain. So the chaplain came back. He said, "Miss Terry, I just need you to hold on. The doctor that was on duty, uh, he needs to talk to you, but we have to call him back to the to the hospital. So the doctor came back, and they took me in the back, and they said, Ms. Terry, they were sorry. They told me that they were sorry. I'm sorry. I, should, I didn't know I was going to get emotional. But anyway, they told me they were sorry that they couldn't revive. Him. Oh my. Yeah, he was killed in the car accident.
0: Oh my. He
5: God. ran into a concrete truck, mm. and he lost his life. And that was the hardest thing that I had to do. I had to go. That was
0: 11 years ago.
5: That was 11 years ago. And I had to go home to my children and tell them that they fall. They knew I was holding something because I didn't know how to tell them. So I had to tell them I called my pastor and he called us to the church and they knew something was going on because of the way I was acting. So we went to the hospital. Long story short, I went to the hospital. I mean, to the to my uh, church and my pastor talked to my children and then we just had to figure it out, Dave. Mm-hmm. With me and him, we were already struggling, trying mm-hmm. to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. We were struggling. So I knew I had to, if I wanted something better, if I needed to be the best example to my children, I had to do something different. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't know what it needed. I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So one day I went to lunch with a friend of mine, and she showed up to the lunch. I, I didn't know it that long, but she showed up with lunch with some envelopes. And I and she had money in each envelope, and she brought up one envelope said food. So I'm like, okay, she envelope cash, and I here I go with my credit card mm-hmm. to pay for my food. And she pulled her money out of her envelope. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I said, well, what is that? She said, well, I'm on this Dave Ramsey program. So I just, you know, I just okay. So that went and it was gone, and I didn't see anything else. So then later on in life, mm-hmm. I was still struggling, struggling, trying to pay this, pay that. I wake up at my paycheck would hit my bank account about six o'clock in the morning. So mm. I would wake up at six o'clock every time I got paid by 630. In 30 minutes, I was able to have my account down to zero because mm. all I had to do was just a click of a button, mm. click of a button. I did that for a long time. And one day I just said, you know, no more. So I started searching some stuff on the line about getting out of debt. And guess who pops up? <laughs> wow. And that, that's how I end up getting hooked up wow. to your program. And I, I want to tell you one thing, Dave. I know you get a lot of criticism. I, I, I hear it. I, I look at you every day. And I know you get a lot of criticism. But remember one thing, Dave. It, what you're doing is not for them. It's for people like me mm. that need to be the best example that they can be for their children. See, now I can go. And t- I got two beautiful grandchildren now.
0: Mm. So that's I
5: good. can go as a parent.
0: You are a hero, girl. I'm can, so I, proud of you.
5: I can I can live for them now. I'm I can so live and you. not be
0: in so much bondage. You don't even have a mortgage.
5: No mortgage at all.
0: You are so <laughs> weird. Yes. I am so proud of you.
5: I chased chase out of my life. You, oh. are, a, you
0: are a victor. <laughs> yes. There, there is yes. no victim in your walk.
5: Yes. Yes, wow. yes. You are amazing. People
0: call me, They you know, when I
5: first went on your program, I stopped, go, you know, I used to go out to eat all the time
0: yeah. with my... <laughs> yeah, not anymore. <laughs> then not
5: now anymore. they start—they start calling me cheap. I've call, I've been called cheap. I've been called tight.
0: But guess what? And now what we call you rich.
5: Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> free. Amen.
0: Very free. Come on with that. And it feels good.
5: Right. You uh, can it. talk some noise now. Yeah, you I can.
2: Yes I, you can. yes, I can.
5: Yes, I can. That's what do you true. tell
0: people? I mean, you're you you, you you lose your husband in a horrible ca- tragedy in a car wreck and as a widow with two babies, you fight mm. your way through this in 11 years, 180,000 including a paid for house. You are amazing. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is?
5: The key to being getting out of debt is 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 being true to yourself and staying within your means. Mm-hmm. Also, determination. You got to have tenacity because if you don't have tenacity to do, that's the difference between a person that talk about it. You have to be about it. Ooh. And that's what I had to do. I had to be about it. I couldn't be no more I don't talk. Preach. I, don't I can't preach. talk anymore. Talk is cheap. Like they say, talk is cheap.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah you, so, you, yeah, you, you, that'll preach right there. Get it. I like yes, it. Yes, yes. Hey, we got the Live and Give box for you, and that's the Baby Steps Millionaire book, which is what you're going to be next for sure. Yes, yes, and, I'm excited. And uh, Total Money Makeover book, you'll be able to give that to somebody like that lady showed you those envelopes that time. Yes. You'll be an inspiration. You are an inspiration. Yes. And of course, Financial Peace University, same thing. I want you to enjoy all that. Now, how old are the grandbabies? The grandbabies
5: is seven, six and seven. Yeah. And I love them.
0: If I'd have known how great grandbabies are going to be, I'd have been nicer to their parents.
5: Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. They get ready to go? They just started school this year. Yeah. Egypt and Eris, hey. I love it. My babies, they are wonderful. Mm.
0: Hey, you're amazing. I'm so proud of you.
5: Yes, thank you You so much. You have
0: overcome so much. You were strong-armed your way through it. And, man, what little bit we had to do with your story. We are honored. We're honored to be in your corner. We're honored to be your people. Well done.
5: And also, Dave, I did want to say one thing. I do prison ministry. Mm Mm-hmm. So what I want to do in my goal in life is to get this material into prison systems. amen While they you know people are down and, and they mm-hmm. they absorb and they' just in that, that season where mm-hmm. they're down, I want to be able to take this into the prisons and that's my goal is to come up with a plan to get it into the prison system well, we'll def- I prison we'll
0: definitely help you any way we can Yes sir you're amazing. All right, it's Jacqueline what a hero. Dallas, Texas, 180,000 paid off in 11 years, making 40 to 65. You hear her story? Don't you dare tell me you can't do it. She did it. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free. Yeah! yeah! Happy birthday to you. Whoa! I love it. This. Is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, 2 Chronicles 15, 7. But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. Theodore Roosevelt said, When you play, play hard. When you work, don't play at all. I don't think I've heard that one from I him. Haven't
2: either. You could see him saying that one. That can't
0: fits you? exactly. I like it a lot. Very good. Ashley's with us in Kansas City. Hey, Ashley, welcome to the Ramsey Show.
6: Hey, good afternoon. How are y'all doing?
0: Better than we deserve. What's up in your world?
6: <laughs> um, so I just found you about a month ago in your teachings, Dave. And turns out my grandparents have loved you many, many years. Um, <laughs> And I have an opportunity to get a job that will be paying fifty to fifty-five thousand a year. Still negotiating that. Um, and I currently earn thirty-seven pre-tax. Um, and in in two weeks I'll be on baby step two. But in order, if I were to take this job to transition, I would have to use my baby step one to supplement the transition to a new job. And I just wanted Why do to, you to have know to is pay it okay to
0: take I, a new job?
6: Well, just to help. So the pay periods are different. So I get paid. So the 1st of the 15th, I get paid on the 15th for that work, so I won't have a paycheck to help tie over my bills um, during that two-week change. So whenever I go to the new job, it has two weeks before a pay date. So I get paid when I leave this job, but not like two weeks after. So I have a wait period between jobs for a paycheck.
0: If you leave the job and you work two weeks at the new job, you should get a check at the end of that two weeks. I don't understand.
6: You should, but with how I asked them about their pay dates during interviews and with how they work, there would be um, time between when my bills are due and when I get paid. So I wouldn't get a paycheck right then. So I was wondering if it was a good idea to take the job if I have to kind of take a step back. Yes. Baby step. Yeah,
0: you need to take the job, but I just, I'm also
2: trying to figure out a way to work around
0: this if I can.
2: Yeah. How much but, time between when you would get the check and when your bills are due? Um,
6: about 10 to 12 days, depending on which bills it is. So rent would be 10 days. And
0: um, like my so insurance. Pay them,
2: pay them late. Yeah. Call them if you need to, certainly the landlord for sure. But most of these like utilities and things like that, you've probably got a 30 day window before there would be any charges. Oh. And so I don't think this is a big of a deal as you think it is.
6: Oh, I've been really nervous about this. You guys just made that feel really silly to be nervous about. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think you, I think you need to take the job, but I think you also need to minimize the use of the cash, which is what Ken's pointing mm-hmm. out. Okay. So, cause I don't, I don't want you to be down to nothing. Uh, that scares me, uh, but I, I'm going to take well, the job anyway.
6: Maybe one in a
0: month. Yeah. And, um, so I, I, um, yeah, you should be able to, but I, I, I hate for you to be back to zero. I, I really want to want to do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> let me think here. Uh,
2: while, you're th- I- while you're thinking, Dave, let me throw this out here, Ashley. You have the ability to probably take on some short-term yeah, work. Yeah, that's exactly Maybe some gigs. Some. I mean, I'm sitting there looking at, and I'm just going to throw this out arbitrarily, but let's say you needed uh, $2,000. The fact that mm-hmm. you're in this, together, you know right now what that number is. I'd go make that money on the side. I'd sell some stuff. I'd come up with that money and not touch my yeah, uh, emergency fund. Yeah, go go. Well,
6: unfortunately, I have two babies under 1. One is my foster daughter and one is my biological daughter, so okay. I am not able to take time. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Wow. So you don't have the margin to do that.
6: To take time out of my day already because daycare is my work hours and I don't have the ability to supplement daycare with anyone else. I moved to a new city about a year ago, so I don't have well, the What support. is the new
0: job? What are you going to be doing?
6: Um, medical software support, which is I have tech certifications that I got, and I was supposed to be working that about a year ago, but my corporate job then was like, no, we don't want to move you, so I moved to where I am now, which is medical reception, Hmm. and then I'll be doing medical tech, hopefully.
2: So you can't do any gig work at night after the babies are in bed as it relates to technical type work, technology Um, stuff?
6: Because I didn't get the training experience on the job, Mm -hmm. I would have to basically just apply somewhere and get a job with them, and that would just be another job. There's no...
2: Can you sell some stuff? certifications, there's no... Sorry? Can you sell some stuff?
6: I already did that to help with baby step one. Uh (laughs) Good.
2: Well, here's Uh the deal. Uh, Look, if you can't do that, back to what we were saying, you need to get in touch with all these. You look at your utilities, look at everything, and you've got some grace period. We're talking about 10 to 12 days. You're gainfully employed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're fine. You're going to be all right. Just just don't pay stuff on time. Pay it 10 days late uh, so that you're not without cash with two babies in the house. I mean, I don't want you down to zero. So if, if you use a couple hundred bucks out of this thing or something to make one payment on something that's or, uh, on your, maybe your rent or, or certainly your food, that kind of stuff. You don't go without food. You don't. But if you pay your light bill 10 days late, it's not the end of the world. And then next month you'll be on time. It's not a problem. So, Zach is with us in Anaheim, California. Hi, Zach. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
1: Hi, Dave and Ken. I got to say, I'm a huge fan of you, Ken Coleman, and your Get Clear assessment. So, I appreciate that. My question okay. is: um, How do I increase my income so I can afford monthly rent out here in Orange County, California? It's very expensive.
2: What are you doing now? I'm a logistics supervisor for a manufacturing company. Nice. Okay, so you know your field better than I do, but the gig economy and freelance work right now would be the first place I look because it's exploding. So with that logistics uh, background and experience, what can you do uh, in in addition to what your full-time job is? Does does something come to mind right out of the gate?
1: Um, Maybe like part-time work for like a FedEx warehouse after, yeah, part-time work after my full-time job. All right, That's one option. That's
2: one option. Don't limit yourself. That's the first thing you threw out. Uh, Under pressure, it's a good one, but you're looking at your skill set and you're looking at your experience and you almost have to write it out. It's a good experience just to kind of write it out or type it out on a spreadsheet and go, okay, this is all the skill sets I have that I use now or that I've had in previous jobs. And here's all the experiences. So I look at what's out there. Now I'm going to make that money as much as I can. And then how do I get promoted to where I am? That's the other thing. What do I have to do to climb the ladder where I am or within the industry? What do you make?
0: I make $52,000 a
1: year.
2: So what would be the number that would make you feel like you could afford to live where you are?
1: Well, to have the rent-to-income ratio be 25%, it would be around $95,000 a year.
0: Okay. Okay. And you're in logistics, supply chain. That's correct. Which is an exploding field. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as you continue to increase your skill set in that field, you should be in the 95 to one hundred and Twenty-five range uh, in Orange County—that would be normal. I mean, you're at more of an entry position within that within that uh, discipline. Uh, but supply chain—I mean, it means a lot of different things when people say supply chain or when they say logistics. And so, but I mean, uh, I know high school or, or college graduates coming out with a uh, a logistics degree, a supply chain degree, are walking into ninety. Uh, so you're probably a little bit behind them in actual technical knowledge of the discipline. So if you'll continue to grow that long-term, that's your answer. Short-term, pick up some side gigs. But long-term is do what you have to do to grow your particular knowledge base in your discipline because you're in a good discipline. You're in a good field for income production anyway, for, to make good money, uh, it, It's and, and it's a booming field. Uh, and the beautiful thing about it is a lot of times you can – more than uh justify your position by how much you save a company by managing it well.
2: It's absolutely right. Yeah, you know, the quickest way to get promoted is win where you are in the now. You know, a lot of young people especially, and it's the nature of the game, certainly of being younger and you're in a new industry, but we're always looking for the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And the best way to the next thing is the thing you got right now. Yeah. Win. Yeah. Win big and and that's crushing it and going above and beyond the expectations and showing them how you make your, listen, you make the company more money. You bring up a great point, Dave. I'd be looking for ways to make my boss's life easier. That would be my number one goal. If I could show my leader, hey, I'm doing the job you've asked me to do, but I'm here to make your life easier, that's the best way to get a promotion that comes with a pay bump.
0: Well, in inventory management and procurement and that process, our logistics person generally shows us every year how they're worth about four times what we pay them yeah, and right. uh it's kind of something they learn to do in that business is to show how wonderful they are <laughs> and i like it i like it as, as an employer i love it yeah, So it's do. great yeah. very fun that puts us of the ramsey show in the books we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace christ jesus